This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All right, here we go. We all know the bands that I am talking about. Mostly young men, always white men. Who love the Lord as much as they hate girls <laughs> And they hate girls We know that without a doubt Cause their lyrics, they are filled with Sexism and misogyny Hey, we're back And we listened to Reliant K Specifically the album Mm-hmm and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a VeggieTales remix of it. That's what I thought it was at first. <laughs> <laughs> There's Howard Dean. There's Borat. There's back, Austin. baby. All of our friends are back. <laughs> the theme song is unlistenable now. It is unlistenable. Did you did you put the Lady Gaga in there right after I asked you to tonight? Nope. Total you coincidence. Already had that? Yep. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. That's oh, how connected Kevin. we are. I'm so glad we're back on these old couches together. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. We're to have Good Christian Fun. It's been a few weeks since we've recorded together, since we've put out an episode, and in the meantime, we've hung out about eh, twice. Three times. A lady. Chili's. That's right. Uh, Emmys. That's right. But that was a mistake. Just kidding, Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a third time in there, too. Something on accident. Oh, I ran into you at Jameson. Yeah. Oh, Jameson. Well, and then we recorded ads last night. Yeah. What a great Four hang times. time. <laughs> Recording ads <laughs> for 20 minutes and then leaving immediately. That's what I call quality time. But we're back. We're back from hiatus. We're yeah. recharged, relaxed, re-energized. Thank you for the uh, the patience you've had. It was really nice to have a little break and to just clear our heads and, and then come back yeah. here r- raring to go. And realize... Do we want to keep doing this show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the answer, TBD. Three more weeks. <laughs> I think we got about conservatively six months left, and uh, <laughs> then we'll wrap it on up. No, Nothing gold forever. can stay. But Caroline, what is Good Christian Fun? Good Christian Fun is where we talk about uh, Christian pop culture. Christianity is one of the largest religions the greatest, in the U.S. Greatest, best, only true. Webster's <laughs> defines Christianity as. <laughs> um, and uh, because of that, it has its own subculture that's pervasive among those who know it. Uh, and sometimes even gets on out of the bubble, like our guys Reliant K and into the mainstream. Hey, a crossover hit. Yeah, such so as we, uh, we talk about it here. We like to have fun. We joke around. And we are Christians, but don't worry. 
we're not gonna convert to you <laughs> and don't hold me to it like we don't love like pretend we're like a flaky guy you've kind of been hooking up with we don't like labels we don't need labels well, i don't mind the main right label now. that's fine uh, um, but, but yes. we're not here to make you go to church right. or to bash you if you believe it or believe something different we're just here to have fun yes by talking about pop culture that people have connections to personal or cultural such as reliant k yeah a band that exists oh yeah <laughs> these guys <laughs> i love them <laughs> okay <laughs> And we need a special guest to talk about them. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him from the UCB. You know him from his improv team, Hot, Hot Goss. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jeremy Olsen. Hello. Hey, 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 dude. What's going on? What's up? Real quick, Amy Grant's got to Should we keep this intro song? It's year two. Do we need a new intro? It's so abrasive in a way that I enjoy. Right, right. No, it makes people feel attacked and assaulted. Jeremy, what do you think? If you were to... I'm very for it. Uh, I'm very for it. Yes, I'm I'm a big thumbs up. Okay, we'll keep it for one more week. And then we'll ask the guests next week, should we keep it? (laughs) I want our guests to vet every part of our show. Joaquin Phoenix every week. Yeah. Oh, it's a collaborative (laughs) thumbs up, thumbs down. Because, listen, it's Caroline and my show... But it's everybody's show. It's everyone who listens show, and it's all of our guests' show, too. So we want to invite everyone into the... Okay. Caroline's shaking her head at me. <laughs> this is not a democracy. What? This is not a Google Doc. Listen, no share. No, it's like, it's like a little church that we're running, and we're the pastors, but uh, you guys make up the body, and you're just as important. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there is a hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, don't cross us. Jeremy, mm-hmm. thanks yes. so much for joining us. Jeremy, oh, I'm, I'm show, so buddy. It's honored. great to have you here. Jeremy is our friend, our personal friend. And That's right. He is uh, Kevin's roommate for a while i guess we're just gonna dox each other my husband's roommate (laughs) oh that's true that's right come on so there's there's a big connection there is a connection you familial you've lived with two men that i've gotten to know probably more than any other person (laughs) in my life and will you be the third no she (laughs) ignores me (laughs) uh you were at the the ely wedding i was i was present yeah Yeah. i got to watch uh kevin you in a dance battle on a magnitude that's really unprecedented. Oh, that's right. Um, With Mary, our yeah. friend Mary. Yeah, yeah you oh. were. A, you became a sweaty man. <laughs> if you get the privilege of seeing Kevin dance at a wedding, he becomes like a uh, a whirling energy mass, and yeah. it's really amazing. Dervish of desperation. <laughs> it's not desperation. You Thirst. are like in your zone, and I love it. I didn't know if I could call you Kevin. I didn't know if I thought I'd refer to you Mr. as Mr. Porter. He would whip his tie at you and walk away. Hopefully, I would be less sweaty now in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that's a couple pounds ago. It's okay. Yeah, it was a good time. We're and all you progressing. You helped us uh, hook up with our wedding. Got band. the band. Yeah, I did. That's right. That was and a great. Hookup. That did make a huge difference. Oh best. man, that band was lit AF, as the children say. Uh, yeah. Didn't they do a cover of "This Is How We Do It"? Yeah, I believe they. Okay, did. Okay, so what's fun about that is if you watch no spoilies, but if you watch the uh, the new Amazon Prime show "Forever," mm. starring Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen, mm-hmm. okay. there is a scene that is shot where you guys had your reception. At Caltech. Oh, really? In that exact same room. 
And Maya Rudolph does a cover of This Is How We Do What? Whoa. On the show. Isn't that wild? That is wild. And that's your wedding. Wow. Jeremy, what's yes. your background with faith? What's your history? What's your, your guess? Oh, tomorrow? goodness. Yeah. Yeah, you can start from childhood if you like. You or knew just you would have to talk about it. I knew it. I knew yeah. it going in. And yeah. it's still just the weight of it all, you know? Yeah, it's so heavy. <laughs> well, I, no. wonder, I wonder, I actually will ask because I feel like we have more of a candid relationship than some of our other guests. Is this like an intimidating question? Yeah, not from you guys, but I, I do feel like it like, you know, obviously I'm, I do comedy a lot mm-hmm. and it's like, if it comes up, I tread very lightly uh-huh. because I don't, I, I don't know where the uh, other people have been as far as their experience with church or, uh, you know, relatives that are religious or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it, the, the scale is wide and I don't know where people fall on it. Sure. So I feel like sometimes it's a little... Tricky. Sensitive, tricky yeah. to play. It's like yeah. putting mustard on someone's hamburger before you know if they like it or not. Mustard's a yeah. bold flavor. So, so <laughs> Christianity is the mustard of the the faith condiments. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see it. It's bold. Yeah, but I I I grew up um, evangelical uh, Christian, and my parents um, like met in in Bible study. Oh yeah. I've always been around it. I remember like coming home from like a VBS and I prayed the prayer with my mom mm-hmm. in the uh, car. How old were you? I think I was six or something like oh, so great. crazy young. Mm-hmm. And I think I said it in the van because my parents are very, uh, very good about like, just, you know, let them, you know, think for themselves and you know, they'll figure it out. And so I think I just like said it on the way home and she was like, I'm going to pull over and she got her Bible out Aww. and then we prayed a prayer. She kept it in the glove compartment. She had it ready. I mean, you, I mean, you get points <laughs> for having lap, it. Be my mother always has it ready. Um, I was saved with my mother in the van as well. Really? Yes. Like, in a Toyota I I Sienna? Like four. Yes. No. <laughs> Whoa. I think it was like Toyota's? an Aerostar or something like that. Santa's yeah. the Lord's vehicle. We just found out. <laughs> yeah, but um, and then I grew up in the church, and then I mean, I was going to church like three times a week. I'm all throughout um, like elementary school, and then in high school, I was so involved in like the youth group, and I I did uh, like I was lead lead singer in the um, worship oh, band. damn. Yeah. Oh, really? Wait, yeah. I didn't know you were such a singer. <laughs> no, I'm presence. a singer. I know you were musically inclined. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know you like sang in the, what were the standards back then? Because this is probably oh, mid-aughts. Uh, yeah. Holy fire. That, for sure. Burn away. That was a staple. <laughs> blessed is the name. Blessed be the, or name, blessed be the name of the, the Lord. Yeah, okay, Lord. great. There was, oh man. I think we did like third day songs. We try to be cool too. <laughs> Your and do, love, oh Lord. Yeah, oh yeah. Bring us to the heavens. Great. Yeah. We try to be cool and do like a Switchfoot song for nice. one. We opened up Meant to Live. Mm-hmm. Say, we were hip. We were we hip. We were meant to live <laughs> so much more. We lost ourselves. <laughs> I think he sounds a little bit like Kermit sometimes. A lot sometimes. of it like Kermit. A lot of like Kermit. <laughs> were you like, were you the person choosing the songs too? Were you that level of leader? I did a little bit of that. Me and my friend Kale did a lot of the picking and choosing. Oh, okay. Um, and he, yeah, we loved like, who else was it? Like Jeremy Camp and there's another Jeremy. Uh, J- Jeremy Olsen, yeah, as far well, as I'm <laughs> concerned. <laughs> well, I, unless you're thinking of Chris Tomlin. Probably. Yeah. I'm probably thinking of all of them at once. David Let's Crowder? Be serious. Yeah, the God in the David city. Crowder. David yes, Crowder would yeah. have been big mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, and were you like all about it when you were in this stage of life too? Were you in and... Yeah, um, I was. Um, 
Yeah, I loved it. I was like, it was where most of my like good friends were. Mm-hmm. I mean, not all of them, but like church since i was constantly there and hanging out so much it was definitely like my friend circle and yeah a lot of my identity and then because probably most or if if not all of your friends probably identified as christian at that time yes yeah so that it is i was a little different and i liked it Mm -hmm. and um yeah definitely wanted to be the light in the world all that stuff yeah and And salt well, and that's an interesting thing you say too about like you were different and you liked it because there is this like the righteous rebel mm-hmm. archetype, especially in high school, that sold pretty hard. And I will honestly say marketed pretty effectively in youth group stuff where it's like, yeah, you feel like an awkward weirdo. Well, Jesus promised you would be. Yeah. You are an awkward oh, weirdo. Jesus was but ugly and <laughs> yeah. no one liked him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever hear someone talk about how ugly Jesus was? No, no, no? charge. Oh no! I, well, they would they would like point to verses. <laughs> There's a verse where Jesus is described as like very plain looking, <laughs> which different? which could be like construed as like generously someone saying like he was not. Oh, I not would. too easy on if the someone eyes. Called me plain looking. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it would be an honor to be called plain. I take it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> So just someone uh, we can all identify with. <laughs> Let's write that down. Let's write that down. Wow. What a strategy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I think I think it, to your point that like it's okay to be a little bit of a rebel. And, and, and I think a lot of teens are already kind of anti-establishment and the establishment can feel like secular culture yeah you know? i was uh, i was christian rebelling for sure, sure. I, I remember like i graduated and my dad gave me like uh uh like a card and he wrote this big long like super nice thing in my graduation card and then he he wrote like that his favorite thing about me as a young man was how strong i was with my convictions oh and i was like yeah yeah. That's right. That's nice. Was and that was, your dad's nice way of saying you were super opinionated? Yeah, he was like, virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Underline three times. I was times. like, dad, <laughs> to my favorite virgin son. <laughs> you didn't have to use highlighter in the card. Wow. Man. Bold. He wrote that. ATM everywhere. I like your dad. Abstinence to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cold. <laughs> Yeah, but I definitely ate that up. I was like, yeah, I mean, I believe, you know, I know what I believe. I, I knew mm-hmm. what I believed at the time and I stood for, you know, a lot of that stuff and I I, I loved it. I like yeah. being different, love being seen different. Like, because I went to public high school. I went to public school like most of my life mm-hmm. until I went to college. So I was, yeah, I was all about that. What was college? Mm-hmm. College went to APU. Okay. Oh, that's right. This is a Pacific. Yeah. Right. Yes. Which is technically a Christian college. It is. Yeah. But is it though? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uh, sort of, you know, a lot of people go there to play football Mm -hmm. or basketball and they have to like sign a statement of faith, Mm -hmm. um, saying what, saying that you will engage. It's basically saying that you're like, yeah, I'm here and I'm open to all this. So it's not like, I believe it's not that that. Lord Jesus Christ is my savior. Right. Okay. You're like agreeing to like, you go to chapel three times a week, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you're going to do some Bible classes, uh, that kind of a thing. Not like Mm -hmm. I believe and you will now let me in. Is APU, do they have many rules about like gendered stuff or staying apart from each other? Yeah. There's like, I mean, there's like visitation hours. Okay. So like the dorms, you can't go. Sounds like prison. (laughs) (laughs) Conjugal visits. Yeah. I don't think they they call it visitation hours. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's just some weird stuff oh, my no. brain's saying now. Um, okay. But yeah, but it was like there were certain hours and then you had to go yes, home. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you get like caught, you get written up oh. uh, by an RA. Uh. Or, yeah. It's kind of exciting though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so excited. Like, up, oh, make it real bad. <laughs> Make it bad. Oh, gosh. Um, but I feel like APO is pretty, it's not like that strict compared to some Christian colleges that I've heard of or something. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not like, I mean, like Biola, you have to have like a Bible minor. Uh, oh. It's not like that. APU, you can do whatever you want. You Liberty can. University and racial marriage was illegal until the year 2000. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ugh, goodness. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, um, so yes. what was your experience in college like as far as your faith and everything? Yes, um, I definitely left high school pretty on fire uh, for God, as they say. Mm-hmm. On fire for the Lord. On acquire fire the fire. Lord. Did you do that? Oh, I acquired the fire. Ooh, you did? Baby. Oh, yeah. Acquire the fire for the God's plane. That's a conference, mm-hmm. I think primarily specifically for youth, and, and it's usually held at like some huge arena. And Which is appropriate because I'm sure it's just hot as balls in there, <laughs> like <laughs> teens and just sweating and worshiping and like. You don't love the smell of sweaty up. Christian teens being penitent and lifting their hands. And you don't belong so the in BL the church. Can walk freely from the armpits. <laughs> you know, there's one kid who was like proud that he hadn't showered all week, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and he raises his hands the highest. Oh, worship <laughs> is not conducive to a sweaty pit. <laughs> no, it's not. You gotta keep it. You gotta keep it chill. Yeah. Were you a um, hand raiser? Did you raise hands? I did not. I felt strange about the hand raise, so and did, I led worship. Yeah, so oh, it was very, yeah. it was kind of weird, and because there, there was a lot of it, and then you know a lot uh, there was a lot of kids in, in my youth group that were very like you know uh, well, expressive. I, sure, yeah, yeah yes. expre- expressive, and and, uh, and waiting I didn't, for I didn't teacher really to call on them, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and yes, you, <laughs> the teacher is God. <laughs> uh, but I, you weren't singing with a guitar so you couldn't raise your hands no i could have okay i i, yeah, I, just I, like I sometimes had guitar or? i sometimes, sometimes guitarists you know they'll do a strum and then they're like caroline's doing very funny motions you can't see yeah <laughs> you never will yeah i think sometimes if i di- if i did do it i was like i'm doing it the whole time in my brain i'm like i'm doing the thing yeah. i'm raising my yeah, hands yeah i had this to kind of like Psych myself up to do it sometimes too. Be like, yeah, yeah is, am I being authentic Sincere. or am I acting? Mm-hmm. But I really, I think I want to, but no, am I doing it? Cause they'll look. And yeah, it was like <laughs> a, a lot weird of weird conversation with yourself. It is. I do know. Do I want this? Well, because it truly <laughs> is like, who is this for? What is this for? Yeah. Why am I doing I it? I would have and never thought to questions. do it if I hadn't seen someone do it, yeah. you know? So it's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, not- so you acquired the fire and then you went to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> and the fire was still burning. You kept the candle burning. You have to all the way into college, and um, yeah, and then that's APU is like like I said before, it's like uh, three chapels a week. You that's know, I was, I'm doing Bible classes, and they want you in small groups and like all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, that's I, so much Bible stuff. It's a lot of Bible stuff, like three <laughs> times a week, and yeah. then a Bible class, mm-hmm. and then small groups. You said so, like yeah, a yeah. Bible study thing, mm-hmm. just socially. Yeah, and they had Oof. like D groups, which the D stands for. Discipleship. Okay. Caroline. She didn't make the joke. I make didn't. I, said I could. I could feel her. I could feel her energy. Never has she not wanted to say discipleship so badly. Oh, Caroline. Oh, she's all about the D. Discipleship. Proverbs thirty one girl. That's not my reputation. I'm a lady. Um, yeah, but that's, uh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a ton, and. Um, I would say freshman year, sophomore year, it was like, okay. Junior year, I'm like, oh man. Got exhausted. What's going on? With your faith. 
Yes, okay. all of it as a whole, and then just generally burnt out too. What ha- were the, was there anything that happened, or was it just age? I think or? it was. I think it's a combination of like age, the people I was around. Like, I mean, it's you know, it's it's cost a lot of money to go to this school. So, mm-hmm. I mean, well off kids are going. It was definitely a mix of like strange white privilege stuff going on, and then just like kids that you know just <laughs> don't know a whole lot about the world, and then some that do some of like missionary kids Mm -hmm. there's a weird mix of people and then and just being there like year after year and having like almost the same conversation over and over i felt like started to just like hit my head against the wall what conversation was it um just like how hard faith is and like what we're doing about that and how we're like moving forward and how the university was like interacting with that like i feel like there were like kids that were lifted up by the university that i was like these people (laughs) that sounds really terrible (laughs) but i mean like the the way that that they would celebrate people is like oh there's like these kids that did like this um bike across the country and they raised money and it was awesome so cool i know one of them do you donald miller (laughs) a million miles in a thousand years oh okay we'll believe that yeah you can believe it (laughs) Uh, but 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 it's like really cool that they that they did that but i I feel like the university would only be like you guys are doing great work for the lord only if you're doing stuff like this Mm. and then and they would always have these kids at chapel like talking about like what they're doing and i'm like sitting there like i'm not doing anything also i don't know how to feel also chapel's boring and my bible classes are cool What's that about? Interesting. Because mm-hmm. chapel felt fluffier and Bible class felt more substantial. Yes. Yeah. So I'd have these like really cool, like there was a couple of professors that were awesome, like very almost radical if I'm thinking about like how I was raised. Mm. And like I had this like professor for Luke Acts who was amazing and he was just so like challenging about how the Bible actually sounds mm-hmm. and what it's actually saying and who Jesus actually is. And I was like, Wow. How is this not church? What part of this doesn't belong in church? And so that was really confusing to me. And then I was like, it feels like no one's having honest conversations about this. And we're just kind of going to church and being like, yeah. And I was like, I don't don't know what we're all talking about anymore. Uh, But then, not to interrupt you, but I am. Uh, But I was just talking. (laughs) Unapologetic. (laughs) I was talking with Nate about this like very problem the other day because we were talking about how. he would describe some of his professors and the things that they were talking about were pretty radical or pretty out there or just very free, you know, like let's question or let's talk about it. Jesus had yeah. a penis. Like that was literally something that came up in one of his classes. <laughs> what and, class? Uh, penis class, Jesus. right? Nate? Was it <laughs> D101? Okay. Um, Jesus anatomy. <laughs> D101. But it felt like, um, but because of that, you're able to enjoy the Bible more and maybe even just enjoy your faith more and those kind of things because it's, feels a little freer, but, and so it's kind of, it's unfortunate sometimes that colleges or Bible colleges are the places where people get to have a little bit more of an interesting idea of what faith can be instead of at church where it's too risky to like go into that stuff, you know, because you have to kind of keep the common denominator in mind and Mm -hmm. you don't want to say something that's inflammatory or whatever. Yeah, that has to just be by virtue of the infrastructure, right? Because if church is set up, there's someone 
preaching from a pulpit a word mm-hmm. to everybody. Whereas classroom is like, there's a teacher, but it's like, let's have a dialogue. And he right. flips his chair backwards and sits <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's ripping and up go the back Bible. and forth. He's like, Jay Z, Shakespeare, same guy. Huh? Yeah. Where'd he get that basketball? And not, not, I guess not to sound elitist, but it is, it's kind of uh, unfortunate in some ways, too, that I feel like some people get to have a really cool Bible class where they get to talk about things and like reframe things because there isn't the fear of your congregation having a backlash against you or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, there's probably churches that do that, but at least mainstream evangelical. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah. It's, it, I feel like it's where I first like heard some be like, hey, you can not be sure about some of this stuff. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. I thought I just believe this and then I'm a strong conviction boy, you know? And, <laughs> and I was my like, daddy's oh, proud. And exactly. Daddy's proudest virgin. <laughs> I really connect too with the idea of what you're saying about having the same conversations over and mm-hmm. over again. Cause I feel, especially being in LA after I think maybe year six and it felt like, I think I'm on like the fifth cycle of a particular conversation mm-hmm. happening over and over again within. And that was in a community group context, but I was like, does this because you think the problems will be different as you yeah. progress or as you get older, not the same stuff over and over again. You think like, I'm gonna figure this out, I'm gonna take care of this and then move on to the next thing or get like more micro with it. But when yeah. it's the same kind of issues you're dealing with over and over again on a macro level, it just feels like why why am I doing this? Yeah. It doesn't seem to be working. I think that's how I felt just going from like the high school experience I had to college was like, oh, this still sounds like the youth group talks I was having. <laughs> In high school, and I'm, I can almost drink beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. Oh, and I get sensitive to that stuff too, especially now, like going to other churches and even churches that we've visited together, mm-hmm. where it's like some churches, it's like maybe it's a substance thing or an execution thing, but sometimes like I get particularly sensitive to churches where the rhetoric or the substance of whatever the message is doesn't feel dissimilar to the final night of a church camp talk where it's like y'all gotta be different yeah it's like is that it yeah we gotta be different that's your closer be best (laughs) be best that's the big swing pastor said be best (laughs) that's the big swing yeah like kind of lands on these imperatives without like leaving room of like what if i don't feel that way (laughs) when i'm not what if i'm not being best what then pastor yeah Yeah, so i think like you know towards the end of college i I was like man um you know i don't know (laughs) i think i need a break you know and so i think after i graduated like you know i kind of bounced around try to find like a a new home church after i graduated to be like you know let's keep gotta keep this going and i just didn't i just couldn't do it i went to a few churches and just stopped and um yeah, but it was hard to find like a church home. And then I probably for two years, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to church and it, that felt good. I it bet. felt very good. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I felt very guilty probably throughout, but I think it was really good for me. It was really like, like stretching time. And um, Can I ask, did you feel like you had to explain to your Christian friends before they asked like why you <laughs> weren't for, going to church? For because sure. I've had to do that before. And I'm like, they didn't ask me. No one's worried yeah. you know yeah. oh like prepare a stock answer for yeah. should it come yeah. up yeah like oh sorry are you guys going anywhere well you know what uh, we had a lot of stuff going on and i was like and i've been on vacation for well you just say weeks. you and nate are yeah. struggling pretty hard every time someone asks right <laughs> yeah yeah but i guess yeah no i would yeah. do that i'd be like yeah i tried out this church uh, it, uh recently it was like <laughs> months ago, ago yeah I'm like, like i think i'm probably gonna yeah. head on and back i might go back yeah well, i think we all have certain friends of certain 
on certain spectrums of intensity where they're like, oh, okay, cool, great. And then some that are like, oh. And that's kind of, uh, yeah. And so you do feel a responsibility to allay the burden of their concern by saying, I'm not broken, it's fine. I'm not going to hell. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm okay, but it also can be coupled with the guilt that God might care. (laughs) I've done this and I need to like, make sure. Yeah, so it's loaded. Maybe I'm projecting. No, anyway. I'm I'm very with that. Yeah. <laughs> Guilt is a very common theme in my life. <laughs> really? Amen, oh, for buddy. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um I'd say I've I found like a small group after that at this church, Christian Assembly. Mm-hmm. And I was in a small group that was like very cool. It was a bunch of like artists and very cool guys that looked at the Bible like the same way that I wanted to, which is like, look how beautiful this book is. Like we can talk about what this means to us, what we're seeing, like what we're not seeing. It doesn't matter. It's just this big open conversation. I was like, Oh yes, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. And, uh, was with that group for like two years, probably then found other stuff like, uh, like Peter Rollins and, um, some, you know, stuff like that. Him and Henry Rollins. Peter Rollins. Peter Rollins is an Irish. Uh, How you to tell you? He's like a thinker, uh, author, yeah. speaker. Mm, okay. cool. Rob Bell, homie. Oh, oh yeah, he's yeah. part of the Bell Squad. He's part of the, part Bell of the Bell like, squad. what is the Bible? Even? Ring, ring, nice. yeah, ring, ring, <laughs> ring the yeah. Bell. That's the Bell Squad. Ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how good you know? <laughs> they hear a bell ringing and they start to get existential, <laughs> like it's their bat signal in the sky. <laughs> it's like, what is even a call sign? What is that? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, to this point, I don't really know what's going on. Uh, I don't really know where I'm at, but I don't regret any of it. It's been great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. You don't regret any of it? Okay, maybe <laughs> some of it. Oh, my dad called me a stinking virgin. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you got roasted by your father. I'm really bad. But, but he did. Let's be serious. Uh, side note, I love that your dad wrote you a long letter for graduation. He yeah. seems like a real nice guy. Yeah. He sp- I could tell when I was reading it that he spent a lot of time on it as Aww, well. That's so sweet. And he signed and dated it. Yes, always. Yeah, yeah well, I don't know if your dad does this, but it seems to be a thing with dads to always, uh, if they leave a voicemail, tell you what time it is. <laughs> it's five thirty. Do that? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, it's your father. It's five thirty. On Tuesday. I love this chunk of your stand-up, by the way. I think this really works. You guys, this guy's happening. You got, you guys get this. Your dad. <laughs> what? Anybody hear of dads? What dad? <laughs> my okay, dad so goes. My dad goes uh, when he calls. He goes, uh, Jeremy. It's uh, Calvin. Oh, your dad. Uh, <laughs> but you already knew that. Uh, <laughs> That's great. This is which is always good. <laughs> my favorite dad phone call thing is his trigger word to indicate I want to hang up now and leave the conversation, which is, all right. (laughs) (laughs) It is that. Wind up the all right. All All right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) So you're kind of post-church now. Mm -hmm. Maybe post-Christianity, TBD. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure. So you're Mm -hmm. just kind of in the wilderness right now. Yeah. Searching. Have you responded to anything outside of like Christian faith systems that like feels appealing or, or seems like it's working for you no i i have not it's it's all so much <laughs> it's a lot I mean, man it's, it is but um yeah i kind of love it all mm-hmm. like every time i'm hearing what someone else believes or is into i'd love it i'd love hearing about it mm-hmm. whatever it is i think that's a nice that's one of the nicest parts of being in that position is you don't have to secretly think that someone's full of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> when they explain like, well, I believe blah, blah, blah. You can be like, awesome. 
<laughs> not like, oh, you, you don't have to uh, uh, mitigate good. it with any sort of skepticism yeah. or... Yeah. yeah, before it would have been like, oh man, they're so lost. <laughs> how can I point them the right oh, way? Yeah. just not being fulfilled. Yeah. Mm. So imagine how we feel about you right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no this position. Is, this uh, is when you save me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that happens uh, in the, the second end. segment of the show. <laughs> Uh, but thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, thank oh, you yeah. for yeah, sharing. That's that very generous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Very yes, well told. You. Let's Happy dive in. Come on, let's go. I'm diving in. I'm going deep. And on my head, I want to sleep. I want to sleep? I'm tired. Fuck. Oh, that's that's sleepy Curtis Chapman. He goes, me, 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 Sell up your horses and then go take a nap. Then go take a nap. The backup. Yeah, but the backup's kind of yawning while you're saying Christian pop culture stuff. You led worship, so obviously you were exposed to stuff. Oh yeah. What were like? What was your music diet back then for Christian stuff? Oh yeah. It was all Christian music. Like, I don't specifically remember my parents saying like, "Do not listen." We do not listen to secular music, but it was a it was a steady diet. I mean, my first album was. Jesus Freak, DC Talk. Oh, I've heard it. What would people do? <laughs> Is that Randy Newman's cover of Jesus Freak? <laughs> no, no, no. Randy Newman's more like, what would people do? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> well, I don't think that's it. Come that's on. His, that's his weird brother, his slow brother, Harpo <laughs> Newman. Don't act like you didn't go to the Hollywood Bowl and see him. <laughs> I worked. I focused so hard on how he sings the whole time, and so I walked away with it? this. That's all you got? Really? Wow. Go from on. a past that comes back from the darkest of dreams. <laughs> Being apprehended by the spirit with your force. And replaced and erased <laughs> all of me. I divorce. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? It label me. There ain't no disguise in the truth. There ain't no disguise in the truth. Damn it! With the tat on his big it fat can. belly. Yeah, 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 it kind of yeah. turns into Bill Cosby. Three Randys agree. <laughs> Jesus freak. Uh, which, which still. Holds up a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm, I'm going to get right behind you on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Parts of it do. I mean, when you realize it is literally smells like teen spirit, that does take a little bit of the shine <laughs> Hey, off. don't do that. Yeah. But I think one of, What If I Stumble, one of the best Christian excellent. pop songs of all time. That's an excellent How's song. How's that one go again? What if I stumble? What do you think really What if think? I fall? What, what if I lose my step and down you down just down. suck on my balls? Suck or whatever. on my balls. <laughs> Will the love continue? <laughs> oh, um, Randy's coming into the studio No, I don't now. think so. I don't think he, he tripped. Is. He can't make it in. <laughs> he's he's, he's crawling down. in on the floor. <laughs> what if I stumble? No one's helping him up. What if... <laughs> <laughs> They're turning the mics off. The engineers turn the lights off. <laughs> He's still wailing. He did. He did stumble and fall. It's not what if, Randy. You did stumble uh, and fall. Nate would do so much better. Uh, if only he was here. If oh, only <laughs> he wasn't sitting nearby. Jesus freak. Oh yeah. Uh, I had like what, the Wow albums. Ooh, yeah. Um, oh. Did you have any that. Uh, like Christian diva crushes? Oh yeah, Stacy Rico. Oh, yeah. Stacy Rico is yeah. who has listened to the show. We've heard. Is Sterling. that true? Yeah. Oh, shouts to yes. Stacy. Stacy, Jeremy, are you single? Yes. Yeah, so Stacy, take note. 
Oh, Stacy. I think she's married. She <laughs> with a baby, with that. a small child. <laughs> Dang it. She was on the on Stephen Colbert's late night show, what? like a year ago. Yeah, she was like a, a singer singing in the, in band. the band with John Baptiste. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Still like in the Stacey mix, Stacy. She's got a great voice. Jackie, mm-hmm. Rachel. Oh yeah, Miss Lampa. For sure. Come on, squad I mean, goals, all of it. God goals, right yeah. there, <laughs> fellas. Jump five. Jump five. Where were they? Dixie Christian? Kong. The young ladies in that group. <laughs> you keep me spinning around. Just screaming at you. It's great. She's got the pipe. Oh, it's great. Switchfoot. Were you a switchfoot boy? Oh yeah, big switchfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later it was like well, Amberlynn. Okay. Um, yeah. That stuff. Did you listen to Under Oath? Under Oath. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Under Oath as much. Too much screaming. Yeah. I'm not a screaming fan. Right, there's not yelly, a yelly boys no. in there. <laughs> a lot of yelly boys. I'm like, well, yeah, this wh- isn't pretty. Why did we call the genre of emo yelly boys? <laughs> <laughs> Pass. Would have been no, more. No, that's whiny boys. Mo- oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, hey, where did that that's fit right. in for you? Early. I, Very I, early. I caught the... K wave early. <laughs> Marilyn Manson early. They have like a fan thing. name. Oh, like the, the KKK. <laughs> yep. I was a proud member of the KKK. <laughs> the Reliant Clan. <laughs> no. <laughs> so if you're listening and you're a fan, you're part of the clan, baby. <laughs> oh, well. Wow. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh oh. No, but I was listening to their first album. Mm-hmm. Like wow, the very first one. Then. Okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really early. And I loved it. I yeah. mean, I loved it big time. And you're like, hey, what is girlfriend? this new sound? Yeah, Seventeen Magazine. I mean, come yeah. on. How old Mar- were you uh, when that was when that first album came out? I think I was in sixth grade. Oh, that's so like prime what is that? time to get started. I always, whenever I'm describing my life, I just think in grades. I don't think age. Um, okay, sixth- I think in age because I can't think in grades. Because my life exists outside of them with homeschooling. Oh Stop rolling your eyes, Randy. <laughs> Do we have to say this that? bullshit again? <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> I thought he was injured. I'm okay. Homeschooled people got no reason to live. Damn, Randy. You got dirty homes. <laughs> Weird Dummy moms. moms. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Um, Shouts okay. out, Laura Porter. Sixth grade, I think you're you're like twelve. Okay, sure. Let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> Podcast yeah. math. I loved it because it was like I mean I I wasn't listening to a whole lot of secular music, so I needed I needed some angst, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that filled a nice oh, angsty they it. angst space like for the Charles in charge theme. <laughs> yeah, like this. This is the Jeremy Olsen Olsen brand of angst. Hey, listen. This is how angsty I was as far as it goes. This, this is all connected because Charles in Charge, of course, starred that guy who was Bible man until he got fired for being an alcoholic and who discovered Reliant K, Toby Mac of DC Talk. Oh, yeah. my God. Signed them right. to Go T-Records. Go T-Records. It's a yeah. record label. So it's all part of the same thing. Wow. Over days and on nights. I mean that rocks, guys. Do you still listen to Reliant K currently? I don't. That Ouch. they've had. I know. Sorry, guys. What? Ouch. I think they've had two albums since I've been off the wagon. Yeah, their last one was <laughs> Air for Free in 2016. Yes, and then he just released a solo album. Yeah, he does a lot of little side projects. And I did listen to that all the way through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is Matt Teeson. Matt Teeson. It's it? pronounced Teeson, right? 
It's T Sim. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. What yeah. was your? Did you have a hot? Take? I just listened to it once and was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I only remember the song. I remember Sadie Hawkins' dance because that seemed oh, yeah. pretty inescapable mm-hmm. at the time. But I also remember. Wait, is Marilyn Manson on their first album? First one. Is it? Mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson. Where is it? I'm You're looking thinking at of it. McFly, right? Is that's it, the song name? It's called. But Marilyn the one where it's like my girlfriend. Oh, it's oh, called Marilyn my Manson. girlfriend. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was called Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Maybe it was called that. And they had to retitle it. Because <laughs> I remember the hook of the. I remember the chorus so well after seeing yeah. the music video once. <laughs> On late night Christian TV. Oh boy. Hey, my girlfriend. Satan consumed her mind. And he may do it again. It's Tuesday night in the Porter household. <laughs> Technically a school night. Shirts on, pants off. <laughs> you know, young, Kevin's up late young Kevin watching TV. Waddles up to the remote control. <laughs> Cheeto encrusted fingers. Shorts no. full of poo. <laughs> 12 years old. I would say mostly rice cakes, not Cheetos. And my poop was not in my shorts. Thing. You haven't lost the waddle. No, the waddle, the waddle remains. I want to remember where kind I came of a from. Wet butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the anatomy of tongue, tongue and cheek. So when uh, oh, yeah, yeah. when we reached out to you about doing this episode, we mm. said maybe uh, mm-hmm, or two lefts don't make a right. That's right. Three do. Those are the two. Caroline is, is tickled by something that she's laughing about off mic. And she's going to share it with us now. That's just the same thing. It's a visual of me waddling with poop in my diaper. That's it? That sends you to this level? It's unbelievable. But such a great hang, because you can say anything. Oh, yeah. If you say so poop, 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 poop. Uh, I, think it's, I think I'm imagining you like your adult head on a child's body. <laughs> No, that is funny. That detail is inarguably. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Two lefts don't make a right, but three do. Or mm-hmm. You just yeah. mm-hmm. That's right. About 2004. Yeah. When Matt Teeson was all of 24 years old. Gosh. Which will be. One thing, uh, you know, this is fitting. This is kind of a full circle thing. Our very first episode we did over Miss Katie Hudson, a.k.a. Miss Katie That's Perry. That's right. Who dated Matt you know, I was wondering if you were going to mention it in the episode when I listened to uh, it. How as could well. we not? No, in the first episode. Oh, yeah, in the first one. Oh, and forgot. how could we not by doing <laughs> what we did? <laughs> by not mentioning it. <laughs> you didn't do it. Yeah. I truly either didn't know or completely forgot. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Matt has a fun dating history where he dated her for a little bit. He was engaged with the girl for a mm-hmm. little bit who then He's a radio broke it host. Off. Yeah. 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 And there's rumors that he cheated. Yeah. Under I'll never know. Unfortunate circumstances. Oh, yeah. And then he's. Uh, uh, married to a gal now. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's good for context. Caroline, what was, what was your experience with Reliant K? Did you have any growing up? Yeah, I knew I knew Sadie Hawkins dance. I knew the um, the big one in here. In my poopy pants. <laughs> See? Jesus. It's great. It's fun. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> it's a I hate, coin in the I jukebox. Crazier Sadie. than those rich Asians. Uh, um, Be My Escape is that the big one mm-hmm. yeah big that one, one yeah. I knew so I like I know a smattering of their songs I know them by name I wasn't listening to this stuff by any means but yeah that's my experience who's the closest secular analog would it be Sum 41 would it be Good Charlotte yeah it's that okay. it's that mm-hmm. kind of stuff for yeah. sure yeah. like pretty simplified mm-hmm. but people uh, in Christian music they seem to have a reverence for his lyric writing yes which I which I find interesting because mm-hmm. it is interesting in parts I think I think so too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't have I didn't have much. I, I these were not the guys I picked up. I guess if yeah. it was like 
if you're a Sandy Patty or an Amy Grant household, I guess you're either a Switchfoot or a Reliant K household too. And I was more yeah. of a Switchfoot household. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Or a Five Iron Frenzy. But I, I could see how you. Most people would be both, right? You think? Yeah, right? Switchfoot and Reliant K. Nages? But, you, but no, no, I'm saying you can like both, yeah. but you prefer one over the That's other. That's probably true. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, ultimately at the end of the day. This is important. So I think Switchfoot, yeah. I, I I connected with more. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm a little bit more on the Switchfoot side of things. But also, I it's so interesting to listen to this again and think about you guys and like the age you're at right now mm-hmm. and this like weird click in time where this music was like really a thing and was really important. And I imagine like probably really resonant, you know, to a 14-year-old kid to be to sure. hear someone vent and sound moody but also just like rock out and then make a song about like I don't know who gives a fuck like a cartoon or something like that like yeah <laughs> he does like yeah. a lot of goofy songs and stuff yeah no what what all, that whole package was so important it's like to me so appealing the and goofiness mixed with like was big but yeah. actually I'm deep too. but there, yeah. but he's like <laughs> yeah. kind of cool and hot and mm-hmm. has like a very signature hairstyle mm-hmm. like this is all important I mean I feel definitely like the me. sideshow Bob of contemporary Christian <laughs> music if there was one yeah yeah uh, to yeah. this day and uh I mean, up to this point, our biggest experience with Reliant K on this show has been through their song, Mood Rings, which was on mm. Two of Us Don't Make a Right, song. But Three Do. What a, what a song. What a song. <laughs> so Mood Rings, I guess if you've never listened to I'm the simmering. podcast before, it's a song about, uh, it's a song where Mad describes moody girls and why they, they should be a law. It should be mandatory. Uh, it kind of, yeah, kind of in like a Supreme a, Court justice role, he mandates what women should do with their bodies be and to the wall. them all to uh, wear a ring. It's so insane like to a, put into words. I know. It's like a tongue-in-cheek thing about how like girls are incomprehensible to me because I'm a dumb guy and yeah. they're so complicated and their moods shift and also right. they're just like crazy. You the know? complex infra- infrastructure, infrastructure of known the as the female mind. mind of which they penned a book. They did. Of which I have excerpts from the book. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> they, I was reading the press release they put out or whatever, and they're unapolog- unapologetically say someone called them and then offered a ghostwriter, and they were like, oh, really? okay. Yeah, they like mentioned the guy who oh, actually wrote the That book. actually makes me feel a lot better. But still. <laughs> yeah. But then Fair. now I'm thinking of like, who was that 45-year-old man that was like, well, there's the sporty girls, and oh, then there's no. the cheerleader, and then there's the vanilla girl. Oh, uh, like, vanilla Ugh. pudding. Yeah, we. I think we read a little bit of that on the show Let's before. Let's bring it on back. I had a okay. copy, now, by the way, I do want to say it? that I Jeremy. had a copy. Well, yeah. I don't believe Was it helpful? You. Was it helpful? Uh, did you score, bro? I don't think I... <laughs> Probably well, we already not. I, I said <laughs> oh, that at the beginning. <laughs> Wait, yeah, because it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean like holy scoring, which is above the close stuff. Yeah, it's like <laughs> over the pants stuff. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, Never. I, I don't know if we just like tune it out by the verse, but the second verse of Mood Rings, re-listening to it and prep for this episode was kind of news to me because the, the second wor- verse goes, if it's drama you want, then look no further. <laughs> They're like the real world meets boy meets world meets, meets days, days of, of our, our lives. lives. <laughs> and it just kills me how they get away with murder. They'll anger you, then bat their eyes. Those pretty eyes that watch you sympathize. Go! <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> from... Uh, Jeez, because when it's black means watch your back because you're probably the last person in the world right now she wants to see. And when it's blue, it means you should call her up immediately and ask her up because she'll most likely agree. And when it's green, it simply means that she is really stressed. And when it's clear, it must mean she's completely emotionless. And that's all right. I, I must, must confess. confess. 
We it's on the- good if she's emotionless. <laughs> oh boy, I could have I recited these, these for you by wow. memory. Yeah, yeah, it's still I, there. Honestly, like if I was fourteen, I probably would have bought this book too, being yeah. like, "What am I?" Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, "What are girls? I'm bursting with hormones." Someone <laughs> tell don't me. Don't understand. Okay, and they go through the different types. Do you guys want me to read a small, oh, a small selection yes, from please. the athlete, the diva, the mathlete, or vanilla pudding? I'm interested in what the mathlete. Is. I want that I bet pud. they're t- <laughs> Give me that pud. Give me that. I bet pud. they're like the athlete is really admirable for her drive and her interest and. Yeah, I mean, there's there's entire chapters devoted to each of these archetypes, which include the homecoming queen, the rock chick, the drama queen, first chair, the overachiever, the airhead, the poet, the athlete, the diva. Uh, for Who the mathlete, for this. The Christian women of America. Uh, Christian men of America. No, a publisher. (laughs) (laughs) Simon and Schuster. Tommy Nelson. The mathlete. Her hair is always in a ponytail. Always. No exceptions. Hair hanging in her face while bent over a study book is unacceptable because she only ever gives off the ponytail look. This makes for a nice switcheroo when, at an unsuspecting moment, she lets her hair down, shakes it all out, and pulls out her thick Coke bottle glasses. Who knew? She was beautiful no. all this time. No. This seems to work well in the movies, and we like it in real life, too. No, that's not a real thing they put in the oh, book. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Two ninety nine oh. on Jeremy? Kindle store right now. Realize it. You guys got a bucket? <laughs> so this book came out in 2004, around the time of the release. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... So Matt is I 24 years of 24 age. 24 years older writing stuff like this. The yeah. young Jeremy Olsen went down to down. his local Christian bookstore called Beardsley's <laughs> and purchased this. <laughs> now, did you go with the express purpose of getting it or was it just browsing and you saw it? And yeah, like, no. Hell yeah. No, I knew it was out. You I was aware we <laughs> that they had put the book out and I went and <laughs> swiftly bought it. Hell yeah. 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 Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> and did you see them live? when they I saw them live a lot. I saw. I've probably seen them seven times. I seven think. times. Yeah, oh. was pretty good. They were good. They were good live performers. I mean, yeah. To me, they blew my mind. <laughs> I don't that? know what it, what it would be now if I watched it, but oh man, at the time I was pumped. That's great. What <laughs> yeah. was like memorable about some of those? Okay, so well, they did a show in my actual hometown. It's like a tiny, Ooh. like radio, you know, like radio sponsored show, mm-hmm. and it was like them. I think the Click Five. Click five. What? Jump five became more <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> well, I can't remember their song. Yeah. Oh and that song that uh, that group that did "Listen to Your Heart" oh, yeah. when it's calling for you. Do you know that song? Yeah, it was like I do. DL four or something like that. Okay, know, something like that. Anyways, they did a show at this weird <laughs> warehouse in Modesto, California, which blew my mind. I was wow. like, "Oh my god, my favorite band is mm-hmm. here." So I went to it. They only played like three songs because it was just a weird Uh, radio promotional thing. And then afterwards, I desperately tried to meet him. And I did. Hoops or Matt? (gasps) Matt. Matt. Okay. Tyson. Do any of the other ones matter to you? Hoops matters to me. Because he's he's been the whole time as well. So it's just kind of this. Okay. So so you met. There's two men standing currently. Hoops Hoops and Tyson. Yeah. So Matt Tyson. Matt Tyson. And that was like, I. I was shaking. I was so nervous. Oh. And I, cause I just thought he was so damn cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just thrilled to meet him. I like, I idolized him and we took a photo and then he was like, so nice. He was like, Hey, well, I mean, you guys are, he saw that I had dry mouth. Like I couldn't talk to him. <gasps> 
because I was so nervous. And he went, he's like, man, I can like grab you a Coke backstage or something. And he went <gasps> and grabbed us some Do you like behind the stage Cokes. You guys, <laughs> baggies. <laughs> you guys, I didn't drink the Coke. I Why? didn't drink it because I kept it. <gasps> you saved it? I saved it. That is so cute. I still have the diet Coke. Do you kiss it every Coke. night before you go to sleep? <laughs> yeah, I tuck it in. <laughs> and I Technically, I'm married to it because we've been living together for several yeah. years. Oh, the, state, <laughs> the state doesn't recognize it and I won't forgive them. That's not so crazy. I have, uh, I have Chelsea Peretti's gum that I chewed one time that she spit out on the ground. This was a bit for a comedy show. It sounds bad out of context, but continue with your yeah, Diet Coke yeah, story. Yeah, you mentioned it like a... It's hard to like continue. Like on to. It <laughs> is. Say something like that. I should have said, I have Max Weinberg's drumstick still. That probably would have been an easier... That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah that's much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. So you met him. Yes. Did you know what you were going to say to him? Had you I did you rehearsed it? Okay. Because I did kind of rehearse it. And then also me and my friends made a bunch of videos growing up. That was like our thing. Yes. And we made these videos called Who Would Win? The, quickly, the premise is two people grab items from the, my garage and they fight with them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and boy see, fights? And you see awesome. who would win. Yeah, it might be boy fights before boy fights. Who would win? But it was called Who Would Win? And we used a bunch of Reliant K music in it. Specifically, we used a song for the title sequence. Okay. Uh-huh. So I had a DVD of it and I gave it to ah! I gave him this Jerry? weird DVD. And he's kept it ever things. since. Oh That's my God, his yeah. Diet Matt Coke. just walked in. He was like, I've been sleeping <laughs> with this DVD. I, I, read, I read interviews prior to doing this uh, with him. And he, one of the questions somebody asked him once was, what's the weirdest thing a fan has ever given you? And my mm. stomach dropped. <laughs> and he said, like, like, I dare a bag not of hair. Further. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. He said art, weird art. So I'm good. I love that Although, I guess him. Although that might be weird yeah. art, bro. Yeah. I mean, if you like, think about it. Goofy home yeah. videos you oh, made with man. your friends. Woo. That's like real cute. Who would win? I bet he watched him. They did a lot of goofy videos with each other. That was like their thing for a yeah, while. They were goofsters. They're goofy I little they goofs. Yeah. 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 Nate, Nate said he used to get their newsletter oh, yeah. every month where it would just be these behind the scenes videos, you know, like 20 year old guys like jumping over stuff and like <laughs> slapping each other, you know. Playing Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that, literally. Yeah. So, like a 19 year old's version of a prank. Of like a dream <laughs> adulthood as well. Yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of And no shade to the very smart and cool 19-year-olds listening to this podcast, by the way. Keep on keeping on. We did. Did you see that? uh, We got an email from like a 14-year-old that said, Caroline said, is there any 14-year-olds listening? And I'm one. That's right. I'm proud. Hey, shout out to you. I'm sorry I forgot your name, but you sound cool. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Well, let's talk about the actual album. Mm -hmm. Is this your favorite album of theirs? I don't know. It's, It's very close. With two lefts. And ana- I like Anatomy a lot because it was oh. kind of like the first one I really got into. So that one's got like the full nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm, it is probably their best, I would say. All right, this is the one I'm waiting for. Actually, you know what? Here's something I try to do. There's 14 tracks mm-hmm. on the album. I wrote down a one-sentence description of what I thought the message of each song was. <laughs> so as someone who knows the album pretty well, yes. what I would love to happen... Oh, <laughs> maybe, let's do this. Caroline... Yeah. You read a title, I'll read what I think the message is, and then you say agree or disagree. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I thought you were you were going to read the description and then have him name the song. Oh, just pick a random description to see if I could name the track. I don't I don't think it's That's not I don't fun. think that would work. Okay. I think um, some of them might be too. Highest similar. 75. Okay. Or no, let's go in order. Oh, okay. The one I'm waiting for. The one I'm waiting for. Uh Hey girl, be better, you dumb girl. 
Close, you're forgetting one important thing. Debt booty. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does say debt booty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be my escape. I suck, God's good. Yes, mm. yeah. Okay. High of 75. Depression is for losers. <laughs> agree. <laughs> Full agree on that one. Wait, we should pause and talk about that. Or do you want to keep going? Let's go through it and then we'll, oh, then yeah, we'll okay. come back. We'll come back to we'll that. We'll do a lightning yeah. round of this. Uh, <laughs> I so hate consequences. Ugh, sorry I suck so bad. God is so good. Also agree. <laughs> That's going to be most of them. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing worse than beating a dead horse. Is betting on one. Is betting on one. Uh... Politics, politics is whack, man. Yeah, that one for me is surprise politics. <laughs> <laughs> politics. Uh, my girl's ex-boyfriend. Uh, nah, nah, nah. I friggin' win. Eat my ass. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Couldn't say right. it better. That song I felt like is something Justin Bieber sings to Haley Baldwin. It <laughs> <laughs> seems right Topical. up his alley. Uh, more than useless. Be busier. Be busier. <laughs> Be best. That's great. Which to bury, us or the hatchet? You're a mean girl and I don't like you. <laughs> yep, that's correct. Okay. Let it all out. Pain is actually good. Agree. Who I am, who hates who I've been. Oh, guys, I screwed up so bad. I'm so bad. Please forgive me. Yeah, almost agree. That one's an almost. What's your disagree? Yeah, what would be your caveat? That one's look at me now. There's oh. a little bit of like, oh. check me out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Who I am hates who I've been. Goodness. <laughs> Maintain consciousness. Prescription medication is bullshit. <laughs> Pull yourself up by your own mental health bootstraps. <laughs> Full agree. <laughs> this week, the trend. Don't be complacent. Don't follow culture or you'll screw up real bad. That's great. <laughs> Life after death and taxes. The world is fake. God is real. Yeah. Mm. When I go down. I'm sad, but it's really my fault. God, I need you. No, that one's about BJ's. Yeah. <laughs> the restaurant. That's oh. about Pizzi Brew Pub. <laughs> right, right, right. Eating out. <laughs> okay, so I don't. I'm and I'm. I don't mean to. What? <laughs> I don't mean to be negative, <laughs> but it was like I was just trying to like figure out the thematics of each song while listening to it, so it wasn't just like idly. Because I feel like I listened to it maybe like two or three times over, and then started reading the lyrics along with it. And those di- those do seem to be the dominant themes. Mm-hmm. Yes, of it. For but, sure. But I don't know if I need to be almost like like contextualizing it or grading it more on a curve where it's like, this is high school music for kids in high school. And like even their book, The Complex Infrastructure of the Female Mind, it's like, yeah. you know this girl, you see her in the cafeteria every day. Like this feels like a band. Yeah. Like it's not Veggie Tales, but it is geared for like the 14 or probably the 13 to 17 demo more than yeah. anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, this is their first... Uh, record on capital okay and so it's like their first like big label takeoff and even like the video for be my escape Mm -hmm. like which is a song about god Mm -hmm. pretty inarguably mostly god yeah in the video there's all these photos on the wall that they're jamming out in and it's a girl it's a girl i saw that too and i was like all these pictures of like him and her like it's it's so like what do we and then the room ass. slowly is collapsing on itself. Yeah, yeah. And then it breaks out. Yes, but fully geared toward the high school experience, mm-hmm. it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah they feels like they were maybe one of the primary uh, forerunners of the God or Girlfriend archetype of <laughs> uh-huh. Christian pop songwriting yeah. in yeah. that sense. Because Be My Escape, that is their number one most streamed song on Crank Spotify. It up. Let's yeah. hear it. I'll start it again because it actually... I. I think it's really good musically. It oddly reminded me of Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, really? Have you heard that? You know that musical? I don't. 
Yeah, but definitely when the, the piano kicks in, I get some Passaic and whatever the other guy's name is. Back and forth with the guitars. I mean, uh, come on. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Like, it's very... Uh, Does anybody have a map? Anybody maybe happen to know how the hell to do this? Like it's very, it's very dear Evan Hansen. It's very musical. I think I, I, I think the musical dynamics on this album are great. Yeah, I mean his like his melodies are great. Yeah, yeah, he, he writes great melodies. And and I do like like the twin vocal harmonies and Jeez. stuff when they mm-hmm. kick in. Like and I know it's of a time and it's definitely of a specific subgenre, but it's, yeah. it's very well done and and it's mm-hmm. very Ooh. earwormy. Okay, here we go. Gotta get out of here. Gotta get out of here. I heard somebody do this at karaoke relatively recently. Crush it? And they crushed, and people were like, what? They didn't know what that song was? No, people knew the song, but I could feel that thing of like, you're like, oh yeah, this song, oh and then you you want to sing along. And you're looking at the TV, and you're like, these are the words. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. Yo, this song about God. <laughs> Be my escape. So he's yeah. created a prison of his own sin mm-hmm. and humanity, and the only way out is a girlfriend, according to the music video, or yeah. the Lord, if you listen to it. That's right. Um, the the tail end of this song is so early 2000s, where it just kind of breaks down on this acoustic, tender. Little tenor breakout. Oh yeah, this part. Yeah, great timing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's is he primarily a guitarist or piano? Player? Piano as well. Okay. Yeah. A breakneck Gorgeous. speech in this album. They do a lot of like uh, rocking out. Yeah, and like, slow piano yeah uh-huh. there's a lot of breakdown in yeah, yeah. Uh, to it. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. It's love a, that song. It's an album I really enjoyed listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, did, did I enjoy reading it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did you, Caroline? Uh, you What's know, your take on the thematics of this album generally? Um, hmm. I'll play the song. High of 75. <sighs> it's. It's kind of hard, actually, for me to uh, be objective about it because <laughs> this album reminds me so much of Nate and just like a, a youth, Uh-oh. like Nate and his youth time. That can be good. Yeah, and well, oh, no. like, so I get the sense that it's this guy and he's cool, but he's also <laughs> confused about life, and he's he's <laughs> that's what Nate is to very, you. <laughs> no, like early Nate. You know, this is like adolescent. Oh, this pre-concussion. Nate. Yeah, so it's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, um, and Have like, we mentioned that on the show that Nate had two concussions and he's two serious concussions, and he's never been actually. the same. <laughs> I brought that up with him the other day because he's never heard you say that to him, and he was like, "Huh? What? Huh? Like how? Different how?" <laughs> I was like, uh, "I don't know. Um, better? <laughs> Improved? Um, I'd say." No, nah, he's great. But anyway, so it it feels like oh, and then there's also this kind of 
um, very evangelical, like self hatred. I'm so trash. Like I'm so low. There's one song. Um, oh, and my girlfriend's ex boyfriend. He's bragging about how he has the girlfriend while sim- simultaneously being like, uh, I'm this undeserving, undeserving mess. mess. Yeah. Okay, yes. I think that is such a Christian guy thing. It's such yeah. a Christian guy thing where you're hey, kind of bragging, but you're also like, you really do feel bad about yourself a lot yeah, of the time. That's me. I'm a mess. Yes. And look at my yeah. dick. <laughs> look at my dick, please. But in the same breath. My nasty dick. <laughs> so, it, yeah, so that's how I feel listening to this song. And that's what I feel like the thematics are. So it's like familiar. It's not, it's kind of distasteful to me, but it's also like, I could see why this is appealing to so many people losers <laughs> you're gonna say piss boys yeah adolescent boys, boys. <laughs> sure. piss boys. but i know a lot of women love this band too and like are really into it because they do piss rock. girls piss girls oh well one piss girl we found <laughs> the show before adriana robles this is her favorite band not christian band, but yeah, band yeah. of all time it's not just yeah. a guy band um I, I think it's just like a good band that i like these drums i stayed d- dynamic yeah mm-hmm. so it's good i think i mean if there's if there was like a meter, like a time meter of bands I've listened to the most, it's I think it's this. Probably really more than I anyone. Think wow. It is more than anybody. Wow. I mean, things are catching up now. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> who's but, on Who's on the heels of Reliant K? DC Ooh, Talk. Who's on the heels? Uh, <laughs> DC Talk. Keith uh, Green. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this reminded me of Keith Green, honestly. Like the 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 like the content of it, because Keith Green, mm-hmm. I feel like, and I don't want to be a jerk, and I do want to be like self-aware and self-reflexive on the show, because I think sometimes we listen to songs or we watch movies and we're like, gosh, they're so preaching. They're just calling out everyone else's nonsense. And they're not like being reflective and looking at themselves and taking stock of their own lives. But then sometimes like in a Keith Green or a Matt Thiessen sense, it's like they're beating the shit out of yeah, themselves. He totally. the crap out of himself. And it, totally, and it's yeah. it's bumming me out. And yeah. I, it, so, so I don't know what like the happy, healthy medium of like, don't, don't, be ugly to other people and just say like you suck you suck god's good but also don't just say like i'm a messy yeah. shit boy and i hate myself <laughs> and i need him you yeah. know what's weird but when i was re-listening to this in preparation for the show i was like this stuff like really vibed with me back in the day mm-hmm. like i really liked that part of it yeah. being like feeling like Man, i'm not good enough like i just need to improve at all times on every yeah. facet every level of my life <laughs> i'm an because undeserving that's a mark piece of, of being shit. faithful for like <laughs> yeah. i think a lot of your adolescent years it's like if yeah. i realize how horrible and sinful i am if i think then, i'm bad yes you know? then maybe yeah. i'm finally catching on to yeah. like what god is trying to do in my life or something yeah. you know and i was like re- yeah, i was like reading it today i was like geez matt take it easy on matt, matt. you need to do a song co- titled self-care <laughs> <laughs> but then also but then here's the twin reality of it though and the double-edged sword of his songwriting is he'll be like i'm a mess and i need jesus but then also be like Hey, these girls suck, and they yeah, need to like crazy. get oh their lives gosh. together yeah. and listen to me. Like even the first song, the one I'm waiting for, right? Like that is, it's like a litany. The lyrics are just, she needs to do this, and she yeah. needs to ta- stop taking stock in like what the world says. And he talks about how dangerous she is, yeah, uh, and how you got to watch out. Uh, and there is a difference, and truly, there is a difference from like. Uh, jokes people make when they're 24 to when they're 38 mm-hmm. and there's a difference between like the spectrum of growth but I was looking up videos of him 
last year singing mood rings pretty gleefully oh, and pretty like isn't it funny like girls are so moody right guys and it's like you're 38 my man yeah it's I don't, okay to- i don't have a ton of faith that he's done a lot of like growing up and like feminist discourse reading you know in this you guys time the people since. want mood ring <laughs> the people Gosh. want it and they gotta play it it's uh, their they free fall <laughs> Oh, they're free falling. How unfortunate. It's like that Guns N' Roses song they left off that recent. She's so confident. She's what everybody wants, but nobody wants her to know that. Yeah. It talks about how she knows it. She is too. such a threat, but don't forget she knows it. Yeah, it's kind of the very like again I keep saying adolescent, but just the idea of like girls are they don't they're I like them, but they're a trap. And they yeah, like yeah. they're distracting or they're like trying to make me do stuff or I just don't get them, but they're so pretty, yeah. you know. And if there is an uh, an antagonist or a boogeyman in the songs besides his own wicked heart, it's women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Satan consumed her mind and he may do it again. Marilyn yeah. Manson, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. mood rings, this mm-hmm. song like And then it's weird, like my girl's ex boyfriend, he's talking about his the ex boyfriend, and then she's like, Well, I'm with her now. It's like it's almost seems like she doesn't even get a part in the story. Exactly. She, is, she is a, uh, oh, a trophy that, that was passed from one yeah. man's hands to the, right. to the yes. next. She doesn't even have an she outlook. Didn't- maybe break up with him and then right. of her own volition like yeah. she's just like suck it she's it's with me very interesting and is that is that as if he just chose to be like hey you want me now and she was like oh yes of course yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it, it. and that's it's pretty bitter like he's only gonna be left with a memory because he thought he wanted the world but yeah or he thought he wanted more than the yeah, yeah it's so, like that just sounds very insecure you yeah, know like if you sure. really felt this way you wouldn't have written a song about it you would have been like all right Peace. By the way, you know? <laughs> I do. I do want to acknowledge the fact that uh, Reliant K is probably for a lot of people listening to the podcast now, like one of their favorites growing up. Or, I'm with you, or maybe even one of their favorites to this day, yeah. like Adriana. Still put out so, music, and I and I know there's like a certain tone in which we're talking to them about it or talking about the band in, but. I mean, even with the mood ring stuff and the baggage of that, I was ready to be like, you know, that song kind of sucked. But you know, this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Or they like transcended such and such and such. The one thing that did not help were the interviews that you sent yes. me, Caroline. Oh my oh, no. gosh. So Caroline found some interviews on YouTube with they Matt Tyson. truly incredible. That, uh, well, one, he talked about depression. And he talks about depression on this album. Yeah. In ways yeah. that I might, I might uh, categorize as flippant or... Well, it's early. weird because he... So the interviewer, I don't know if you have a clip of it. Maybe it's best to just play what he says. Um, but either way, um, the interviewer is like just kind of propping him up like, hey, I know you've gone through depression. Like, is there anything he says, like, was there anything you would share with like the kids listening to you? And essentially, he says, uh, yeah, you know, I did. But um, don't do medication. Um, I don't know. Don't, I mean, don't just go to meds right away. I mean, I've never I mean, I guess I can't really say that from experience. I've never really been on prescription meds for depression or anything like that. But I see a lot of kids like really young kids just like going to that right away or their parents saying like that's what we need to do that just freaks me out a little bit I mean I don't know I just like natural things and all that but um I mean life is a puzzle and a game and there are ways to pursue things that will make you truly happy and I think if you're keeping a you know an intelligent head headspace about you and you're pursuing the right things then Depression isn't going to be a problem, you know? Like, my life is awesome, and I can't complain about any facet of it whatsoever. I consider myself to be one of the most blessed people that I've ever known. Um, and that's a pretty, you know, that's contentment, and I, I don't know, it's a hard thing to, to come 
to come to grips with. You know, and have gratitude and you won't be depressed, basically. Well, and there was there was also the interview where it was him and John Foreman yeah. sitting next to each other. I think I think it was like CCM magazine or someone was, it was, was interviewing magazine. them. And the contrast, I think, between the two, and not to like pin them against each other and create like a dichotomy that's it's literally a classic not there. Christian battle. <laughs> but it it seems different. Like Switchfoot's even attitude, and and even when we were talking about Switchfoot and, and looking for things to be critical of, and certainly there are some things. There's not this overwhelming sense of uh, uh, this is an instinctual thing, but I didn't feel like a darkness mm. in the stuff that they were doing, or like kind of an uglier edge mm. to it that does seem present sometimes in the Reliant K stuff where it's like, like it's like, which is part of being a kid, right? Like it's part of growing up and going through adolescence and, and having these experiences with women and your relationship with your own faith and stuff. Uh, but kind of the, the fact that both bands are still for the most part active, like they're interesting kind of twin studies mm-hmm. next yeah. to each other mm-hmm. of how they turned out yeah, and how some of the songs aged yeah, too. And maybe this is just from an outside point of view or a cursory thing, but yeah, they seem to have retained like kind of this youthful flippancy or like, you know, whatever, let's play DS kind of attitude mm-hmm. about some <laughs> stuff. DS! <laughs> Which, by the way, DS! Nintendo sponsored one of their concerts. No lie, Nintendo DS is like in the background of their concert. Well, Toad is very big right now on Twitter. Toad's yeah. huge on anyway. Twitter. He's blowing up. So I, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being dismissive or something but that and i think it was it's part of their appeal but it can also have this dark edge of like you're still playing this kind of really sexist song and you've maybe never even examined why you're still playing this or Mm -hmm. if it's necessary you know and stuff like that so that's how i feel yeah jeremy rebuttal (laughs) (laughs) defense (laughs) not really guys oh i love it so much it's very hard to look at it this way <laughs> no you don't have I mean, to no 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 i'm happy to but there's a lot that's great about them and i acknowledge yes. that yeah yeah but i mean yeah i'm i'm, I'm with you it's got to be weird to like especially for the problematic ones to do on tour now it's got to be strange if it is strange i don't know if it is but i don't know but if like it, they care you know i mean if the people want the mood rings yeah. well think about like their fans who love them yeah probably aren't the same people like me angrily pemming a like feminist tirade to them you know yeah, yeah and even so, i mean it's not there's it's no not like the there's no monoculture here too adriana's yeah. a feminist and she's like yeah this song's yeah. iffy at best <laughs> yeah so <laughs> as a longtime fan do yeah. you feel like how do you feel like because this is just this one album but in a macro sense how do you feel like the band grew from album to album they switched genres a good amount this one was a little more pop rock than the punk stuff that they did before how do you how do you feel like they grew after this yeah I, well i mean i think it's just largely tied to matt Thiessen. i mean it's mm-hmm. all it, i mean it really was always sort of his voice and his band and i mean he didn't i mean he really didn't progress all that much the themes are pretty consistent throughout all the albums so i don't know i mean sound growth and difference yeah i don't i mean i think he's kind of the same guy the whole time Wait, I'm on Spotify right now. I'm looking up their newest single. It's called She's on Her Period Again? Oh, wow. <laughs> She's mad. Must be that time of the month. <laughs> mad. Oh, and it rocks. No, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> when I was looking at Matt Thiessen, I my mind was blown because he looks so different in every era. Like He's had so yeah. many hair phases, and he legit looks like a different guy all the time. It's a lot of hair. A lot of hair. Uh, Caroline, what's your favorite song of the album? 
Uh, probably be my escape. Okay. Although I also liked Let It All Out. I liked Let It All Out too. I thought, it was I thought really you were lovely. gonna say Let It All oh, Out. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, there was nice transitions in this. It's kind album. of his Ben Folds yeah. moment. Yeah. There's so much Ben Folds he loves DNA ben Folds. in a good way. Yeah. He also wrote for Owl City, which makes Correct. sense. Correct. He is homies with that guy. If you think about it. Yeah. Real, real homies. <laughs> so while he's singing, imagine a fox trot inside his head. Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a drop right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> and apparently, uh, according to the Wikipedia, he co-wrote one of Katy Perry's. That's right. Songs yeah, like, on one of Oh my gosh, you need to play that song. Oh, I've heard it. Because it is. What's the song so name? So racy. You talking about uh, Long Shot? No, no, no. Oh, what was it? Um, oh, it's called Mood Cock Rings. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> Katie agreed to that? <laughs> they just um, switched the gender. Dressing up. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's off of the, the complete... A teenage dream, uh, the complete construction. Yeah. Yes, yes. Why do I know that? Let's take a listen. It's important. Oh, no, this is so rough. Ah, <laughs> uh, some classic relationship. Let's, let's pay attention oh. to the themes. I wonder what their relationship was like. Saucer of milk, table for two. You want to pet my kitty? It's such a dirty dog, eh? The hell? Lolita? Be my vagina's escape. Oh wrote this song. I what maybe about the one you're the waiting for, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the what one? What about the one? <laughs> well, she didn't wait for me. You <laughs> <laughs> released a sequel song called The One I'm Cheating On. Like, it doesn't even sound musically like him. Caroline, do you ever call Nathan your dirty doggy? <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't confirm or deny. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Uh, pick a part, you dream it up, a dark vixen, a Lolita. Oh boy, tell me your fancy. Tonight's the night I'm dressing for you. Um, it's it's basically Selena Gomez, I think, copied that when she did um, Good For You. Sesame Street. Hang on. Oh no, we missed it. There was a Cookie Monster reference. What? <laughs> she says, I can tell you're obsessed by your shortness of breath. Oh, my cookie monster wants a taste test. Holy God. No, that's not a lyric. No way. Sweet, no, sweet baby man. Jesus. What? <laughs> this song is a mess. Just the first opening of like, this sounds my like kitty, yeah, like, saucer of milk. This feels like doggy. a Key and peel sketch song. Could you <laughs> yes. imagine writing any of this on a piece of paper? Here we go. And no. being proud of Alone yourself. with like a group. Yeah. Oh, we missed it. Hang on. Here it is. Oh, sorry. Me want taste test. <laughs> Cookie monster is going to get on his knees. More like Nookie monster. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. I'm so sorry, I mean, Muppets. Listen, there's a lot of <laughs> Muppet DNA here. <laughs> Given her connection, she was on Sesame Street. She wore that Elmo shirt on SNL. There, when they gifts have. And, oh. Wow. <laughs> so all right, Muppet Matt. CSI. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Love it. Muppet DNA. Looks like the victim left crumbs for me. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie, stop eating the evidence. <laughs> Hammer says it was an assault for sure. <laughs> Oscar, I saw the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling. <laughs> Hey, Bert, did you see anything? Hey, not now. What does Big Bird sound like? Goodbye, Kermit. He sounds like that. I demand a lawyer. Who is that? I don't know. That's, is that, that Randy Newman again? Exactly what you sounded like. <laughs> no, I sounded like, oh, I was telling Caroline before I started recording, one of the saddest things, and I do recommend it to feel stuff, oh. one of the saddest things you can look up on YouTube is at Jim Henson's memorial. When he passed away, Carol Spinney, who played Big Bird for decades, came out as Big Bird wearing a green tie, and he sang Kermit's song, It's Not Easy Being Green. And then he looked to the sky and said, goodbye, Kermit, at the end of it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or he might not have said goodbye, Kermit. He might have said, like, farewell, or I love you, I miss you, Kermit, or something like that. But it was one of the most touching things you could possibly imagine. Anyway. Do you want us to do that at your funeral? Coming uh, soon? Yeah, but I want you to look down when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> do a big bird to flip off the floor. Burn in hell. Flip the big bird. <laughs> oh, boy. Any other songs in particular we want to talk about uh, before we rate the album? Oh, from, uh, from the album? Mm-hmm. You know what's weird? The last song, uh, When I Go Down... Which now, after listening to Dressing Up, yeah, guys, Gosh. <laughs> me want go down. <laughs> I feel like as an adult, this song has stayed with me probably more oh, really? than other ones. Yeah, because it's just it's so just it line. is very heartfelt mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. very like it's hopeless in the in the middle, and it's like he doesn't like he's very honest and raw, and then at the end, it's like so hopeful, Aww. and it makes me feel so good at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah, this and it's like long, that. and it's it's got a lot of musical, you know, different style in it. Mm. Yeah, great. thematically, it's almost like uh, it, it's almost like the subgenre of like the morning after song, where it's like after the big party or after the crazy week or weekend, it's like okay, then what happens? You come home, you get you get into bed at like six in the morning, and then this is like this kind of does pretty accurately capture the feeling of like okay well this is my life still and this yeah. is my life now and so yeah I, I appreciate that yeah that it's a good one yeah the slower stuff I feel like holds up any of the piano based stuff I feel it's like good. sounds as good in 2018 as it does in 2004 yeah and the melody yeah, is really that. good mm-hmm. I'm just listening it's nice and he's got such a dope ear for harmonies mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. it's real good mm-hmm. he's a Beach Boys fan what do you think is their worst album Oh man, there no birds in the B side. I mean, the, the first one probably. Oh, birds in the B sides probably doesn't. Count. Yeah, that, that can't count. Oh. I had the first one probably. When I go down, I go down hard, and I take everything I've learned and teach myself some disregard. Teach myself some. So is that him saying like I'm disconnecting from reality? Uh, yeah, like I'm I think disregarding so. reality. Maybe. Ooh. It hurts to hit the bottom and the and of the things that got me there. I think if only I'd fought them again, Matt, yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're doing but it great. You got to read the last part. Okay. 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 So he says, "When I go down, I lift my eyes to you," which in the music video was a hot blonde, a hot <laughs> just a slamming ten, <laughs> just a huge rack. 
<laughs> oh man, boobies like you wouldn't when believe. Go, it's like very spiritual lyrics and just like, like slow motion thrusting I, and I Caroline's look, miming mo- motor boating right now. I look to them thanks. <laughs> oh my god. No. I lift my eyes to you. I won't look very far because you'll be there with open arms to lift me up again. By the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Me want no. Okay, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Good. Yeah, it's a good. It's, I I like uh, as al- as far as albums go. I do like the kind of bummer, the yeah. the kind of reverent coda to the rest of like the yeah. fun stuff. Like just have a good build. Go big on the penultimate song and then do like the the fadeaway on the yeah. on the last track. But that's that's well, about nice. it. It's well sequenced mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, let's get. To our final thoughts. Let's do this. On Reliant K's. It's the B sides. Well, okay. You know how this works. You've heard the show before. We I give know. it a holy roast or a holy toast. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Holy toast, that's a thumbs up. We send it all the way to heaven. heaven or holy roast. Reliant K, much like me at my funeral, is <laughs> going to hell. <laughs> Goodbye, old friend. <laughs> Is that Big Bird? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whatever character it sounds most like. How in honor of the album title. Oh, by the way, we can Dave Matthews it too and put it in. The space between. Sorry. I was waiting for that. But how about, <laughs> how about in honor of Reliant Kane, in honor of this album, we give it either a mm-hmm or a mm-mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were gonna, we were going to give it a mood. <laughs> Literally mood. <laughs> mood. Current mood. <laughs> Guys, <I> right? mood. <laughs> it's okay, giving me life. <laughs> I need a personality. <laughs> Whoa. This human. Literally all the Period. feels. <laughs> I cannot even right now with you guys. I cannot okay. even. Literally, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Um, Are we doing the thing that Matt Thiessen does this is, right now? This Random. Is, um, this album is everything. And, <laughs> and it's giving me life and I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll say, um, I'll give it a toast. Um, a what? A toast. Uh, oh, uh, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, because... Uh, Again, it reminds me so much of Nate and and just what I imagine Nate was like at this time. And so I just love it for that reason, too. But I think you need to grow out of it eventually. It's kind of goofy. And I think if I was totally objective, I would be like, this is an album for piss boys. The piss boys. Like I said. Um and and I don't I don't particularly care for this pop punk sound, but mm-hmm. I feel like if you did, this is like a perfect specimen for pop punk. It's, sure, it's fun. There's good lyrics. It's very driving. You can scream it. You can whisper it. You know, it's it's got all of it everywhere. <laughs> so I feel like going to a concert, you know, knowing all these songs, songs I bet was so fun to just yell out. Anyway, so that's my toast. All right, holy toast from Caroline. We turn it to Jeremy. I'm uh, obviously a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a toaster. Uh, yeah, I was a piss boy at the time that this came out. And <laughs> Finally, it was huge for me. It. <laughs> it was huge. Finally, piss boy representation. Oh, man. Oh, I was playing cello at the time. and I, and I, You were? Yeah, and I was like, man, I get to pick up an electric guitar and just like jam with this. 
And yeah, going to the concerts, it was a blast to sing all these songs and jump along with the choruses and stuff. <laughs> I bet. So much fun. And um, safe yeah. moshing. I, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's a real thing. <laughs> that is. Yeah. And, um, sorry, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit oh, you. Hey, my bad. Yeah. You all right? <laughs> Whoa, help her up, help her up. <laughs> I guess they do that in regular mosh pits, though, too. Help, help yeah, her up. Help, help her people. up. Yeah, that's something so. that is screamed in yeah. all mosh pits is help, <laughs> help her up. Oh, jeez. Uh, Although yeah. in some mosh pits, it's lock her up, unfortunately. <laughs> Bummer. Good ones. But yeah, no. but, like this album, like it was such a time and I'm thinking about it like in the time that it was uh, important to my life. It's great. I leave it right where it's at. It's great to revisit because then it can just take him back to that time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, I toast it. Yeah. You toast. All right. Well, I'm not going to give it a mm-hmm, but I'm not going to give it a mm-mm. mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a mm-hmm. Space between just like vanilla pudding. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> because there is a lot of merit to it. There's so much musical merit. I think the music still sounds great. Is this my first choice for genre and was it growing up? Not exactly, but I still think like construction, technically, arrangement wise, so good. So, so good. Such durable melodies and arrangements and stuff. Lyrically and thematically is where I get a lot tripped up because I was I, I was enjoying like you know going on walks listening to it and then I pulled up genius.com and started looking up the words for all that I was like oh because I thought I truly thought mood rings was like an anomaly but it feels and maybe I'm still off and maybe this is just like a micro thing but the, it feels part and parcel with a general worldview or perspective of the band which maybe in some ways is like a Maybe Reliant K is Christian preteen Wiggles, and they are just for, <laughs> you know, that 14 to 17 <laughs> demo, and I shouldn't judge it as a 28-year-old man, but this is definitely, if we can draw a biblical parallel, I talk like a child, I spoke like a child, I drank milk, now I gotta eat meat. And this is some milk. This is some yeah. milky songs. Okay. Some And milk is good, oftentimes, but can't drink milk. And I could not can't imagine- Can't make pudding without milk. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm giving it a toast. You've convinced me. <laughs> yeah. That's all it took. But uh, I couldn't imagine as, uh, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I couldn't imagine at my age being able to connect with the music on like a deep personal level. In the same way where it's like we started listening to stuff on this show or like we've done artists and then there's some people I've like kept playing long after we did the episodes uh-huh. of where it's like, no, this is... Mm-hmm. This this holds up. This is good. I think Reliant K musically holds up lyrically. There, uh, there are some issues, but <laughs> but it was still a very fun and enjoyable listen, and I enjoyed getting to know this band a little bit better and uh, trying to give them a fair shake beyond the singular moodering. So we got two toasts and a space between, which means I'm outvoted. And Matt and Hoops and all the other guys, all their six drummers that they've had are going to heaven. Goodbye, Matt. But we're not the final word on this. You're the final word, dear listener. So go to at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. Give it a holy roast, holy toast. We're putting in the space between. So get out there and Pokemon go to the polls. Pick her up. <laughs> Pick her up. <laughs> and we'll. <laughs> We'll be right back with more good Christian fun. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So, Toad is tainted now. (laughs) Toad. Tainted Toad. Toad is innocent and lovely and he's just out there. Also, Toad from Mario Kart. Ugh. Well, you know, girls on video games, right? Oh, yeah. We all know those girls that I'm talking oh, about. They're so important. <laughs> they're like the real world meets boy meets world. Oh, my gosh. Meets days of our lives. I don't even understand. Meets the new girl. Meets golden girls. <laughs> meets girls on HBO. Meets Top Chef. What meets I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying Road is show. meets Black Mirror because she's on her phone. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I do not watch television. I don't watch TV <laughs> and I don't like women. <laughs> Whoa. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to cut in with that. It's, but gonna, somewhere, it's probably going to be I don't like women. It'll be, it'll be midpoint somewhere. Oh, boy. Well, let's, uh, you know, let's bring things down. Let's, let's do it to the tune of a slightly Ooh, different a new song. Slightly different worship song, maybe. It's a new year. It's year two of Good Christian Fun. Kicking it off with episode 54, we'll make changes that are big enough that they feel substantial, but sly enough that they don't actually change anything. Mm-hmm. And you're, uh, you know, episode 54, that oftentimes a make it or break it episode of your podcast. That's when you really Call find out. Call it the out. 54 slump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when you really find out. That's when they hold your feet to the fire in <laughs> podcast land. So Jeremy, yeah, on this podcast, we don't plug ourselves or our projects or what we're into or what we're working on we lift it up as a humble loving sacrifice to the lord oh that's nice so we want to do that now Mm -hmm. um, by lifting up our social media handles and what we're enjoying in secular culture excellent 
Um, for example, the other night when I came over to Caroline's place to watch the Emmys, that were actually on Monday on a Sunday night, and I walked in and she had it paused on Netflix on what movie, you ask? Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. I think, uh, I think it was a tasteful. Um, no, we think you're chef's a chef's table. Uh, wh- I was rewatching uh, my favorite documentaries. Daniel Day Lewis was doing lately. I was nope, watching you're a that. piss boy. You're a piss boy. Damn it, I am a piss boy. I knew it. Pissy and proud. Piss boy and proud of Whatever. It, you love Ragnarok. You watched I, a lot of it. Ragnarok's with me. great. But this is the thing, I think. It's not liking something. I think it's ta- it, it's where it fits in into your person. So it's like, if you love The Office, great. I'm happy for you. If on your dating profile you put The Office or Die or whatever, is oh, like... And boy, do yeah. they. And, and boy, they do love they. love The Office. Wait, I'm the former Fli- though, right? Like, Marvel isn't my identity. Okay. <laughs> I'm oh fluent God. in sarcasm. Oh, and I boy. love adventure. I love adventure. I fluent love adventure in sarcasm. And Wanderlust and love the office. <laughs> office. And a little airplane from like L.A. to N.Y.C. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do you know what the dating apps? Wait a like, minute, Caroline. I've been looking. Also, you say it's not your personality. You are kind of dressed like Taika Waititi right now. Well, that's because I'm a big shan- big fan of what we do in the shadows. <laughs> So, touche, Kevin. Touche, Guevara. <laughs> it's pretty good. Caroline, we start with you. Um, <laughs> you, you can follow me for the hottest Marvel takes <laughs> at Caroline's Farts. Um, I would like to lift up a movie that I saw on our hiatus that I loved called Searching. Um, it's a great little kind of thriller murder mystery and the whole gimmick of his all done on a screen, all done on a computer screen. So you see a dad um, searching for his missing daughter through like FaceTime mm-hmm. and Google searching and wow. docs. And it's it sounds like it would be very dull, but it was fascinating and amazing and like really well done. I'd say go see that if you can. It's a great movie. Thank you, piss boy. We turn it to Thank Jeremy. You. <laughs> Salute. Yeah, you can um, you can follow me <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at Jeremy P. Olson. That's O L S O N. I'm not like those twins. What does the P stand for? Petty yes. cake. Piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. This isn't worshipy enough, is it? Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, I don't have anything planned. I'm truly um, asking. I'm truly asking. This is sincere. <laughs> Kermit comes on. Yeah, I'm expecting. <laughs> I'm expecting something. Behind oh! and lift it up. <laughs> Behind and lifting up. Yay! <laughs> Sing your praise to the Lord. I would you, and also I would love it. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Oh. So follow you at I'm Jeremy. changing the track. Peels. <laughs> no, I just thought of I another worship song, it. by the way, that I sang all the time. Which like, was what? Did you feel the mountains tremble? Oh, yeah. Did, Did you feel the oceans roar? When the people came to sing of Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. Worship songs where they talked about volcanoes. (laughs) Did you walk all up to Mordor? Did you go into Mount Doom? (laughs) Grab the nearest virgin you see. (laughs) Jimmy's dad knew what to do. (laughs) I love Lord of the Rings. Oh, I went to Colorado. Turns out everyone in Colorado is super into Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> it was a shocker. Notably okay. enough. That was, uh, that was Delirious, I believe. That was... Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, something... Martin Smith, that was his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. What do I, I want to lift up uh, another pod. Is that? Yes, sure. That coach, sure. Yes, Seems pretty crazy. I know. We're very uh, generous. I've been listening to Dr. Death. Are you guys in on Dr. Death? Wait. Oh, someone was telling me about this. It's like, it's from Wondry, the makers of uh, Dirty John. Dirty John. Dirty John. Yes. Oh, man. It's crazy. It's about this doctor that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> crazy death He's doctors? He's a spinal surgeon. Uh-huh. He's a neurosurgeon, and he, like destroyed like 33 people it's nuts destroyed yes destroyed them and he's like they thought he was an imposter at one point and they you know they trace his life and he operated on his friend and like paralyzed him it's crazy (gasps) it's so insane and like mortifying to me and i have like some neck issues and they describe some of the operations in detail and it's horrible i actually can't tell if i like it yeah, it sounds. But you're awful. compelled. Actually, but oh my god, it's like it 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 floors me. I'm just very fascinated by it, and it's very hard to listen to. How's your back doing lately? Me, me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, space between. Yeah. Oh, I'm That's sorry. That's what a disc is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a disc is. The space between. That's right. Yeah, Come on. All right, Doctor Death. Wherever yeah, you Dr. find Death. podcasts. That's right. Is it a limited series? So it's when they limited. run out, they can come back to this one? That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's a quick six, and Great. you'll be right back to good Christian. That's quick right. six, and then this bullshit for <laughs> the rest of your life. Quick 69. <laughs> nice. There we go. We're back Should on we track. Should we end the show after episode 69? I don't know. We've got to do something big. No, we don't. Please don't, well, please you don't and expect Nate can anything. do something big. <laughs> we do it every day. All right. Every day. No, that can't be true. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. Uh, one album I was really digging on the hiatus when we took it was the new Go Team album, Semicircle. I thought it was really good. It sounds like a, it honestly sounds like a marching band on crack. It does. Ooh, <laughs> it actually does. It totally slow. does. Yeah. A lot of like children's voices. It's like if Soul Finger by the Barquets, I want to say, was like an entire album. What's uh, it called again? It's called Semicircle by the Go Team. Go Team. Super fun. Super fun album. And you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. I think I already said that. And you can lift up the show at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Newsflash. What? We got merch in the stands, baby. We got t-shirts. Do you want to confuse your friends even more with your affiliation or fandom of the show? You can wear it now. That's right. Like Christ would want you to. Tomorrow. The yeah. Thursday following... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt that. <laughs> no, no, no. I was done. Uh, the Thursday following this very episode release, <laughs> uh, head over to our website and you'll see a little store link and you can go buy some stuff. Maybe buy some for a friend or a lady you're interested in. <laughs> the yeah. lady that you're confused about. It's really crazy. Yeah. Again, don't buy emotional. her a mood ring. Buy her a t-shirt. Buy her a pin. <laughs> um, yeah, we got, um, we got t-shirts. One's our logo. And one was designed uh, by a very amazing illustrator that we really liked a lot with a lot of our catchphrases Bailey Watro. oh Bailey Watro. yes can you give me a catchphrase uh I don't even know what's on the 69 what is no, it what are we virgin champagne the... oh yeah <laughs> it's mostly just stuff Caroline calls me good good <laughs> that's not true there's like other stuff Paddington sub or uh <laughs> Paddington sub <laughs> I feel like that's coming like he's my dom and I'm his sub <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah that's maybe <laughs> no 
No, you yeah. guys are best friends. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. We'll donate a dollar to charity for each review you leave. And this month's charity is TBD. We'll insert it later. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> and uh, if you want a second weekly dose of Good Christian Fun, you can go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun and subscribe to our second service every Friday we put out a second service where we do something a little different. Oh no, the song wasn't long enough. I'm going to change it to a different song. <laughs> Someone's a little moody. Well, I... What? I'm just... I wanted to do something different for the end, so Time it was... Time of the month? No, it's not... That doesn't... That doesn't... <sighs> anyway, Jeremy, thanks for coming on the show. Vanilla pudding. <laughs> Did you say I smell vanilla pudding? Slurp, slurp. Slurping up some of that pud. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank that you so much for having no. me. That was truly disgusting, and I apologize. On that note, it was such an honor. I want the listener at home. We're gonna post a picture of the three of us smiling, happy together. We all three are truly friends. But then I want you to imagine, slurp, slurp, vanilla pudding, and take it as you will. I want to get as I will. Yeah, I'll be on the next one. Slurp, slurp, vanilla pudding. Actually, let's not redo the shirt. I want the listener at home when they buy a shirt to spill vanilla pudding on it. Take a Sharpie and write it in. And there's nothing left to say except sorry and (laughs) sorry. uh, Please come back. Don't leave us. And all of Pod's people said amen. All right, let's go out with... uh, with not a Reliant K song, but something even more old school. This is the one. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Is this SCC? Did you feel the oh, hell oh, yes. yeah. tremble? Did you hear? Uh, Jeremy, the idea of you singing this sincerely roar. is very cute. The most sincere. Oh, but yeah. with his hands firmly beneath his waist. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm being honest to myself. No instrument. I'm being true. <laughs> Flat at my sides. You know the best worship leaders keep their hands in their pockets <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Did you feel the people tremble? Did you hear the singers roar when the lost began to sing of? Jesus Christ was saving. Hey man, it's me, McGee. <laughs> I think I sound like this, so I don't remember. Anyway, next week on GCF, Kevin and Caroline are watching another one of my weird movies. Skate Expectations. Um, which you can find on YouTube. <laughs> I'm a geek. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>